Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. All right, folks, we're back. As I stated before we went to break, we're going to touch on the 77th anniversary of the Operation of Barbarossa, which happened yesterday, June 22, 1941. I want to hit on how close our brothers in Germany came to Moscow and for all intents and purposes, if they were able to capture Moscow, I truly believe that the Soviet Union would cease to exist. That's how close we came. We came 15 miles from Moscow. Parts of the 258th Infantry Division 15 miles from Moscow. They could hear the bells ringing in the city. A recon battalion managed to reach Kamiki. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but that's how it sounds. Five miles from Moscow. And they were repulsed, but that's how close we came, folks. Operation Barbarossa. up to this date, would be the biggest happening in right-wing politics in the past 100 years, easily. Because they were attempting to save the world from communism, save Europe from communism, save America from communism. They came so close. It is said that if the Germans didn't have to rescue the Italians, and I love you Italians out there, any Italian listeners, I love you guys. But it's just it's the matter of fact that the Germans had to be sent to 
help the Italians in Greece and North Africa, which delayed the date to June 22nd. And it was scheduled for at least two months before that. And wouldn't you know it, those two months ended up costing us and giving us the filth and debauchery we live under today because I truly believe if they had captured Moscow and weren't stopped by the Russian winter, it would have been all she wrote. It said that Joseph Stalin turned into a recluse and wasn't heard from. He had a nervous breakdown as soon as Operation Barbarossa happened and started getting rolling. And units upon units of those filthy commie bastards were just being rolled up by the mighty arm of the German military. Joseph Stalin probably shit his pants on multiple occasions and couldn't be seen because he smelled and had a smelly asshole. That's what I think happened. <laughs> but the Russian winner eventually got him. The might of the German military wasn't prepared. They didn't have the clothing. They didn't have the supplies. They didn't plan on it ever going to winter. And one of my favorite sayings, folks, and, you know, I'm not trying to arm jail general here. Obviously, these guys have way more advanced knowledge and skill than I do. But my fa- one of my favorite sayings is, not planning is planning to fail. I believe that they should have probably thought of this. But they didn't. And then they were pushed back from Moscow. And then the next year, they made another push. They made another push to Stalingrad and Leningrad. Another costly, costly battles. And they were repulsed. They captured Leningrad, I believe, but they they didn't get Stalingrad. And that was definitely the last turning point. They tried again at Kursk, where it was the biggest tank battle ever to grace this planet. I believe there were four million Germans maybe six or seven million Russians. Can you imagine a battle that big? And I could be wrong. Maybe it was a total of four million. I didn't look this up, folks. I'm winging it. But just imagine that, no matter how big, whether it be four or a total of eight. Have you ever been around a thousand people before? And can you just imagine a million people? Kursk was basically a draw, but since the Germans couldn't advance anymore, it was basically a defeat because then they were on the defensive. 
And those of you who are familiar with sagas in the snow fell from the greatest story never told, once curse happened, the snow fell. And it was just Defeat, withdrawal, defeat, withdrawal, defeat, withdrawal. And that sent us spiraling, the entire world spiraling into the cesspool and the shithole we live in today. 77 years ago today, our friends, our comrades, tried to make a better life for us, and they almost did it. You just do not have any idea how close they came to freeing us from this filth and debauchery we live on today. All controlled by, you know, Jew. All brought forth by the globalist cabal. Yes, folks, we live in dire times. We all need each other. It takes every single one of us. You are needed. You are valued. Be the best you can be. Let me go to something here real quick. I wanted to touch on something that's not brought to most of your attention, certainly not in the educational system, the indoctrination stations of the state. But there was a heavy pro-German National Socialist movement here in America in the 1930s. And it's called the German-American Bund. The leader would be Julius Fritz Kuhn, or Fritz Julius Kuhn. I'm not sure which order that's supposed to be in. But they had a massive rally at Madison Square Garden where the stadium was completely full. But you're not ever told about that. There were great National Socialist fans here in the good old U.S. of A. before the war. But once German, anti-German sentiment was pushed by the media, controlled by, you know, Jew, they were absolved during... 1941, which is basically the start of the war, a little bit before America's involvement. But you can't have pro-German sentiment washed buckling around good old New York City 
and leaking out into the rest of the country. But it said roughly that they had 25,000 members. I think that's a small number. I'm just going to guess that they're trying to, uh, you know, censor it a little bit. I'd say probably around 50,000 members. Because when you are given the message of National Socialism, before you had the crony charges of gassing Jews and mass assassinations just because you're an evil Nazi, it's very easy to get involved in national socialism because if you are presented with the message, it's simple. You know it's the right way to go. So there was a big following here in America for the National Socialist Movement. I'm willing to say we probably have a bigger following now just because of what they have forced upon us. People have access to the Internet, and you can't hide the truth. But back then, 50,000 people was no small number. They they packed Madison Square Garden to the brim. And they had the swastika right next to good old George Washington. Now, I'm a big fan of that myself. I like that. But they shut it down because the goyim know. And when the goyim know, they try to shut us down. Because they can't have a whole bunch of goyim knowing because we're going to make this the 110th country that we push them out of. And with that, I bid you farewell. Have a good night, folks. Have a good week. Have a good month. I love you. This is Bobby Lee, and this is the Woke West Virginia podcast. Stay woke, West Virginia. Stay woke, Appalachia. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.